And welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one conclusive page of Talmud a day. I can't believe I'm saying this because, you know, I didn't think going in to Tractate Moed Katan that I was going to fall so madly, deeply, truly in love with it. I thought it would be just another fascinating, sometimes illuminating, sometimes puzzling tractate as the Talmud delivers. But this one, this one really hit close to home. This one with its talk of death and mourning and life and meaning, it will stay with me for a while longer, which is why I am so thrilled to welcome here to the show, the only person I know who could take an entire tractate of the Talmud and condense it into one radiant gem of meaning. My friend, my teacher, Rabbi David Bashevkin, welcome to the show. Liel, what an absolute joy. And it's so bittersweet to say goodbye to Moed Katan. And what a goodbye it must be specifically to Moed Katan, which is the tractate that talks about the ultimate goodbye, which is how we mourn for the loss of our loved ones, those who we are most close to. It's a very deeply emotional tractate. I really was not anticipating, you know, how kind of profound, not just theological, but emotional it would be. What's so magical, and if somebody were to ask me, I want to see the beauty of the Talmud, of the system of Jewish ritual, of halacha, where should I begin? It's a strange starting point, but one of the first places I would say is look at how we say goodbye. Look at how the Jewish people mourn for the loss of life, because there is something so deeply ineffable about our confrontation with death, but at the same time, we're able to give it the sanctity, the dignity, and the seriousness of that confrontation with loss that I think our tradition does so masterfully. And so there's a drama to it in how we really confront that ultimate loss. And the way this tractate is structured has a poetry of its own. If you remember and recall, most of the tractate in the very beginning spoke about this intermediate days, this chol hamoid, which literally means the secular, the ordinary, and the moed, the elevated, the holiday, the sacred. And what Chol HaMoed is, this break in between the more serious days, the beginning and the ending of our Jewish holidays, and we have these intermediate days in between. And it's this jarring switch in the middle where we think about Chol HaMoed, you might think about family trips, you might think about outings to the Bronx Zoo, to Six Flags, to amusement parks, to all these fun things. And then halfway through, we start talking about death and the ultimate goodbye. And it's this very strange juxtaposition in this tractate of why these two topics are both so prominently featured. And I think there's something very beautiful, very poetic. And I believe that at the heart of this tractate is the reminder that life itself is Chol HaMoed. That life itself is bookended by these periods of pure holiness in our very lives. Before we are born, we sit with the divine, so to speak, and after we depart, we are then reunited with the divine. And we spend our entire lives in this liminality, in this in-between state, in this chol hamoed that has both sacred 
and regular and secular components to it. And the reason why mourning is so difficult is because what ourselves is really anchored in is this eternal aspect that resides in all of us, that moe that is intertwined with our chol, that holiness, that sanctity that is interspersed with the ordinariness of our lives. And when we confront death, we have this eternal scream almost, looking at the abyss, that we feel in our own lives that we should be immortal, we should be purely eternal, we should be purely divine. And we, when we confront death, we confront that chol, that secular, profane quality that exists in all of our lives, and we confront the terminability of life. And what I believe all of mourning is doing is, is helping us confront the Chol Hamoid of our lives. And it is giving us the ritual and the language to realize while life may be liminal, and when we look at a loved one and see them transition into the ultimate loss and the ultimate reunion with that divine, what it reminds us is that even in that in-between period, when the sacred and profane of our lives are mixed together, we're always anchored in the eternal. And that's why I believe, and it's what I write about in this departing essay, so to speak, for Moed itself, that's why I believe the Kaddish is such an important part of the mourning process. If you'll allow me, I want to share this quote from Rabbi Joseph Soloveitchik, one of the great thinkers of the 20th century, who wrote that through Kaddish, we hurl defiance at death and its fiendish conspiracy against man. Kaddish is the declaration that no matter how powerful death is, notwithstanding the ugly end of man, however terrifying the grave is, however nonsensical and absurd everything appears, no matter how black one's despair is and how nauseating an affair life is, we declare and profess publicly and solemnly that we are not giving up, that we are not surrendering. And I think that what we do in Kaddish in this Aramaic in this language of this world, we look at God and we look at our lives and we say, in the world that God created, we're not going to go gently into the darkness of silence. We're not going to resign. May God reign in our lives and days, that even in the liminality of our own lives, even within the Chol Hamoid of our own lives, we can still sense and embrace that eternity and that divinity. And in the lifetimes of the entire family of Israel, we will always remain firmly rooted in the eternal. The Imru Amen, and we all respond together comforting one another, reminding one another of that eternity that resides even in the liminality of life. And we all respond together. Amen. Amen. Rabbi Beshevkin, thank you so much for this beautiful send-off. Hadran Allah, Masechus Moed Katan, Bahadran Allah. We will return back to you, Moed Katan, and we hope that you will return to us. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. 
If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. I am your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Daron Ruskay, Josh Cross, Robert Scarmuccia, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. Thank you.